Good evening. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Thursday. I'm not counting down to next week because I don't want to partake in next week. I have my reasons. Thankfully, this podcast gives me an outlet to vent my frustrations, to make you laugh, not to make you cry because I'm not Barbara Walters. Today was kind of an impulse. I was sitting with family and I had Googled iPad Mini, not knowing that they had put out another one. After four years, they finally upgraded. They're not calling it five. It's just the new one. And I had said to, I think, someone in my family, I said I wouldn't get the Pro because it just looked too big to me. And I said, well, when they upgrade the Mini, I'll get another one. And I thought next week was the big old Apple event. I guess I missed the um, announcement. Next week is the announcement about, I think they're going to have some kind of like Netflix service. And so I thought, okay. So here that shows that there's a new one. I thought, ooh. And I only buy them through Verizon because then what I do is I can um, trade them in. So I look at this new one. I'm thinking, okay, mine is almost three years old. I'm I'm willing to keep it for a lot longer, but it's getting slow on me. And, you know, storage. You know, when I do this show, I do this show. I go bigger, I go home. Well, in this case, I stayed with the size that I was used to, which is the mini. I love the mini. It's portable. I can do what I want with it. If you want a big screen, then you come over to my house and we'll watch the Apple TV. Um, So, this is my first time admitting this. I did buy the new iPad mini and waiting for it. So, I have to take the old one. Well, I have to trade it in. So, I know how to do it, though, you know. Um, Not a lot of people are aware of what I did. You know, um, yeah. (laughs) I probably even shouldn't be talking about it, you know, but it is what it is. Um, I have some candles lit. The show is being brought to you by chakras. You know, everyone's got to have them. Audience participation. Everyone's got to have it. In fact, speaking of, if I can be so bold... As to call him, let's see here. Let's see. It's very bright in my room tonight. You know, Harry Krishna, Harry Krishna. Um, let's see, let's see what he's doing. He's probably not going to take this call. If he does, I'm going to be shocked. Come on. Come on. You haven't been on this show almost... God, how long has it been? You know, he's he's probably at the Piggly Wiggly. You know, the, you know the, the drill with him. He likes to get drilled. Okay. Huh? Okay. Until the weekend, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's been a crazy couple of days. Fun days. I'm so used to the noise. Now it's too quiet. 
And, you know, I'm going to come out and say it. I'm a comedian. Sometimes you laugh. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're trying to figure out what the fuck is he talking about? You know, today I was talking to, or was it last night, um, an old lover, maybe we'll call them that. And they told me now that they are. I said, oh, what are you clairvoyant? Oh, no, I think to my knowledge. Whenever they say I think to my knowledge, I'm thinking you don't have any. Um, That when they first met me, they could tell where it was going to go. And they did it anyway. And I'm thinking, you stupid motherfucker. So now he wants me to help him. And I'm thinking, you just offended me. I ain't going to fucking help you. You fucking owe me money, bitch. Drive your happy ass somewhere else. But, um, yeah. I was just, I couldn't believe that. I thought, oh, such an asshole. And he still fucked my asshole, so. <laughs> twice. He doesn't like to admit that, but twice. Well, the first time he said it was good. And said something. I love how he says, well, I was talking to your soul, not your body. Well, in order to have sex, you do have to insert something into the body, you know? I don't know. He's very uptight. You know, nice body, but eh, nothing going on in that brain. You know, if I could work more with him, maybe the brain will improve. Um, but, you know, it's that old thing. You can't change, you can't change t- teach a dog new tricks. That dog needs to learn some tricks. <laughs> Kibbles and bits, bitch. <laughs> Today is Gary Oldman's birthday. I am such a fan of Gary Oldman as an actor. Whatever he says personally, you know, like when he won the Oscar, all this shit came out about him. And it's like, you know what? That's extortion right there. Of his image, of his well-being. So, and he had just won the Oscar for playing Winston Churchill. I knew that was going to happen. When you play someone as big as Winston Churchill, you're going to win something. And I watched the film, and he was so brilliant in it. And, you know... You think of the role... I mean, my mom says, yeah, I remember when he was in... um, uh, Air Force One with Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford says to him, get off my plane, you know. Um, the end result, I won't tell you. And then he was in Dracula, which is such, so sexual. So, you know, Francis Ford Coppola's great filmmaker, but uh, he got a dirty mind. He loves sex. But I do too. Ah, the stuff that Gary Oldman did to one owner writer, I'm sure. Johnny Depp couldn't even spell, you know, let alone fathom it. Oh, my God, he did that, too. Um, and then he did True Romance, which is disturbing. Where he's this guy. No. And then he's in the fifth element. That hair. Oh, Lord. I still haven't seen Tinker, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. I hear it's interesting. That was his first ever nomination in his entire career. He gets nominated and he loses to the silent film, The Artist, Jean, Jean Dujardin. Ugh. I saw The Artist. I want my money back. Um, maybe I have to watch it again to understand it. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, Gary Oldman, though. I mean, you think of... I, I We were watching the Justice League and someone else was playing Commissioner Gordon. And I thought, no. Gary Oldman plays it the best. He's such a character actor. He's not in it. Ooh, blockbuster. He's in it to play that character. He's so brilliant. And I think people forget that. And they want to throw the haterade around. And, you know. And also, the awkward. Oh, this wasn't awkward. It was almost like a treat. It was like a family reunion. So Gary Oldman's nominated. Wins for The Darkest Hour. And his ex-wife, Leslie Manville, is nominated for Phantom Thread with Daniel Day-Lewis. Had Daniel Day-Lewis won, he would have won his fourth Oscar. He would have tied Katherine Hepburn. Here's why I don't think he is totally retired. He can say he's retired. He said he has said that multiple times. But he's going to get back in it and he's going to win his fourth Oscar. I bet you not. I shit you not. And yes, it was not his time to win with Gary Oldman. Because usually, Daniel Day-Lewis, when people beat him, either the role was really good or it was a sympathy vote, you know? I'm so used to the Oscars being in March, not in February. February is so cold, it's so lesbian. You know, pull the drapes down, bleh, you know? It's, it's not all there. The Dr. Zeus podcast is here, though. It's here. It's queer. Get used to it. I love the term queer. Because the other terms, it's like, oh, God, that's like, sounds like you're buying a car. Yes, I'd like to identify as BMW. No. I drove one of those once. And they're nice. Uh, nice to look at. Nice to hold. But I ain't driving it because it just makes me feel... Like shit. Because you barely feel the steering wheel. I could see how people could get in wrecks in those without even batting an eyelash. You know, and then they're so expensive to maintain. It's like, no. I don't think so. I love how people, oh, I got a new, I got a used Beamer. Yeah, you know how much that is to maintain? You know? I, I don't think people will have their heads on straight when they do that. It's like, oh, it's that much to maintain? You know, and then they cry about it. And it's like, hey, that's what you get, you know, unless you're Gary Oldman. (laughs) And then you can actually buy whatever you want, you know, but I don't think he's he's the kind of I'm going to buy whatever I want because I'm going to fuck it. Ooh, there was a really great um, performance that he did. It was a BMW, (laughs) funny, funny, BMW commercial. They used to do commercials for them. It was a short film, and it was Gary Oldman, Marilyn Manson, James Brown, and Clive Owen. And um, Danny Trejo, too, he was in it. And Gary Oldman plays the devil. (laughs) Not a stretch. I'm just kidding. And James Brown goes to see him. And he takes Clive Owen, his driver, with him. And he says to Clive Owen, I traded sunrise for sunset. 
That's what I did. And it ain't easy being James Brown. And he goes to see, you know, Satan, um, Gary Oldman. <laughs> and Gary Oldman comes in and he's like, hey, James, I haven't seen you in a long time. And he's like, remember me? Remember me? And then he's like, uh, what can I do you for? Well, I can't do the splits no more. And he says how he's getting, he's, he's like, I'm aging. I'm aging, man. No kidding. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have some more pep. I got, we gotta renegotiate the contract. And the devil or Satan, Gary Oldman, he's just like, oh, okay. Oh, you rock and roll types are all the same. You preach the cult of originality, but that's the end of the day, all the same. You know, what do you got? Lacking hair and tiny cowboy boots. Our deal was your soul for fame and fortune. Didn't I deliver? Yes. But we didn't address the aging process. I can't do the splits no more. It ain't easy being James Brown. And so he says another soul for another 40 years. <laughs> so they race the strip at dawn in Vegas. Satan loses to James Brown. James Brown gets his wish. And Clive Owen can't deal with this. He's like, Mr. Brown, get out of the car. And he sees him and he sees him do the splits and he gets young again. And Clive Owen just drives off laughing. And then at the end of it, uh, you see Gary Oldman's all bandaged up. And then his his assistant's like, hey, there's the na- the freak down the few doors down. He's complaining about the noise. And they say, oh, it's Marilyn. It was Marilyn Manson. And Gary Oldman's like, have you heard the racket that he makes? He's complaining about the noise. And you see Marilyn stick his head into the keyhole. Can't you keep it down? I'm trying to read, okay? And he holds up the Bible. (laughs) So, yeah. That is the Dr. Zeus podcast. Gary Oldman and French fries. You know it is an, an... uh, interesting night when you say at the last minute, hey, let's go to Starbucks. I was so thankful my friends and I did that. <coughs> I need to get out of the house. It was fun, but since Sunday, it's been french fries and McNuggets. You know. And I want to give you all some unpleasant dreams. The cup of shut the fuck up. I'm just going to continue to give to this administration. To Ivanka. To Jared Kushner. To Trump. Who claims that if we run out of wind. Okay, we're not going to fucking run out of wind, you dumb motherfucker. Um, that things will get bad. Well, the sun's going to keep shining, so I don't know what your problem is. Why don't you stick it where your sun don't shine? Where the sun don't shine, I'm sorry. It's a full moon out, full moon out, unpleasant dreams. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs>